Welcome to Leg Club. Do you want to know what a social medical model of care is? How volunteers are forced to be reckoned with? Why community really, truly matters? Well, here is a living, breathing example of how to look after a whole person outside of a healthcare setting. This is truly inspiring and I hope you really enjoy it. Can you do me a favour if you're listening to this? Please press the follow or subscribe button. It will support spreading the partnership message far and wide. It helps more than you know. When I came home and said to my husband, I was going to open a leg club, his eyes lit up. Sure. A psychosocial model of care. Sure. So we don't just look at their leg, we look at the whole person. Sure. The whole point of having it in the community is to demedicalize. Sure. A lot of our volunteers are more capable, more skillful, have more experience than the people we employ. Sure. Once you've been to the leg club as a member, you're a member for life. Sure. So without further ado, I am David Moss, and this is the Partnership Podcast, improving our collective understanding of communities, organisations, and partnership, brought to you by staff, for staff, who are working to keep people well and healthy. Welcome, Carol and Sandy. So this is episode eight of the Partnership Podcast, and uh, we're here today to discuss Nailsy Leg Club. But before we get going, I just wonder if we get to understand who you are a little bit and a little bit of your backstory of how you came to volunteer and, and run the leg club, if that would be right. Yes, of course. Um, I first heard about leg clubs when I was a practice manager. I've retired six and a half years ago now. Uh, I went to a conference and somebody did a presentation on leg clubs. and I was just blown away by their model of care. And uh, I thought, we need one of those in Nailsy. And luckily, because I was still practice manager, I had contacts in various places and started looking around for uh, the right premises and came across Sandy. Hmm. And it's been upward going ever since because uh, Sandy is fantastic at um, getting things organised. And that's how the leg club came about. And then when I retired, I then became the chair. I wasn't chair while I was a uh, practice manager. I felt that was a conflict of interest. We've had great support from Tinsfield Medical Group and the community nursing group to some extent. And it's hopefully going from strength to strength. Fabulous. And yourself, Sandy, how did you get roped in? <laughs> well, um, I'm a trustee of the Tide Bar, Tide Bar Trust, and been with it for a very long time. And things like the Leg Club, uh, are very much part of the objectives of the trust. You know, the Tide Barn is there. It's a wonderful venue for whatever the public needs, whatever the community needs. We have not only the Leg Club, but we also have the Dementia Cafe, of course, which is very busy. And it's also to do with recreation, leisure, everything. So when we, Carol and I bumped into each other in the Tide Barn at yet another meeting on something else, and Carol said, you know, how, how I just kind of thought, could we have a leg club here? Shall I take you all around? Yes. <laughs> so then we looked at each other and I said, well, the Tide Barn Trust are going to be thrilled to be involved in this. I think we're on. <laughs> and I think you'd already talked to the town council briefly, haven't you? Yes. So that is how we met, really. Yeah. And I said, right, go. And that's what happened. Uh, and yes. how long ago was yes. this? Uh, it was 2015, February. Mm-hmm. Right. Public meeting, didn't we? We did. People interested. And we opened on July the 1st, from scratch. And you've got a a health backstory as well, haven't you, in terms of professionally? Yes, yes, yes. Arrived at Southmead in 
the winter of 63 to do my general training, serve most of my life, um, kind of part-time, until the children were, you know, well established at school, and then went back full-time and did post-registration year, looked at career onwards from that. So from critical care district nursing, then into ward sistering, nursing officer-ish, and then community hospital manager. So uh, lots of commissioning, managing change, always appointed to manage change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and do new things. So, always, always so lots of And for the listener, I wonder if we might explain what Leg Club is, because if they haven't come across it, it's probably a bit of a... They think it's what, a dancing club. Well, exactly. <laughs> well, what, it's what interesting. Act- when, when I came home and said to my husband, I was going to open a Leg Club, his eyes lit up. And I said, no, no, it's not what you're thinking. Um, basically, the Leg Club is what they call a, social, a psychosocial model of care. Um, and the idea is that you provide the clinical care to the patient, we call them members. They never call patients at Leg Club. And it's anything to do with the lower limb, really. Ulcers, obviously, are the thing that we're trying to prevent and quite often what we have to treat. But we, we see anything from a rash to a, an achy leg or to a, um, a cut on the leg, which we want to prevent getting worse. So the nurses look after the clinical side. But alongside that, and just as important, is the social side. And the idea is that we, we try and reduce social isolation. When you've got a bad leg, particularly a bad leg ulcer, it can be horrible. It can be smelly. It can be. It can affect your mobility. It means that quite often people don't go out. So the idea is that we get them out, get back into the community, mixing with other people, and other people perhaps with similar sort of problems, so that they can relate to them. And so the whole model of care comes together. You know, we we look after people holistically. So we don't just look at their leg, we look at the whole person and we talk about diet or we talk about um, movement. We have somebody comes along and yeah. encourages us with exercise, all sorts of things. Um, so that's that's the basic model. Fabulous. And, and how, who and how are they accessing what you've got going on here? Who goes to Leg Club and who helps them get there? The, the thing that's really different for Leg Club is that when we're fully running a course, it is a drop-in service. So people have perhaps worried about something on their leg or something to do with their legs for a long time, uh, hesitated to try and see a GP, um, but they can just refer themselves, walk in the door. And that, you know, some of the things that we've seen and have picked up and, and dealt with, not only with legs, but with other things that have come to, come to light. And that's a tremendous relief to people, isn't it? And to give examples of uh, <laughs> a couple of occasions where there's been a couple arrive at the door and you think, oh, lady, perhaps not very well, and then you see husband lines. I don't want to be here. <laughs> and then eventually been encouraged to sit down, have a little chat to people. Oh, yes, how long have you been coming? Better now? Yes. And eventually encouraged to let the nurses see the legs and deal with and then become part of the regular coming to leg club and being yeah. sorted out. And that's, you know, quite a different kind of thing, isn't it? To actually going in and asking for a, an appointment yes. at the surgery. Yeah. Yes, not a clinical space at all, yeah. is it, the type yeah. arm? Yeah. We should probably talk about that, shouldn't the, we? Well, yeah. the whole point of having it in the community is to demedicalise yes. the, you know, the problems that people have with their lower lip. And that's a big part of the, um, the model. It's a lady who's the president of the uh, Leg Club Foundation called Ellie Lindsay. Mm-hmm. And she she created the model of care. She was a, a district nurse many years ago. And so Leg Club's been around for about 20 years. 
Mm. People don't realise. Been in the community, haven't she? And yeah. that's right. And realized she just all the isolation, and uh... she could see a different way of working. But mm. but she's put the model together. And although it's not prescriptive, every leg club is indiv- individual. It's different from from another leg club, mm. probably. But the basic model is the same. And one of the things that you do need to do is always hold it in the community and not in a medical setting. Mm-hmm. And so that's really quite important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what do you, what difference do you feel that makes, like working with the groups you it work makes with? Makes it feel more accessible to people, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, people they think they're encouraged. bothering the doctor, yes, don't they? They, they do. think they're wasting yes. the doctor's yes. time. And mm-hmm. of course, they'll come to maybe the, the, the Tide Barn to see a nurse, but they won't come to see the doctor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a mm-hmm. good way in. Yeah. And I mean, you know, if situation where the nurses assess them and needs medical support straight away then the nurse has direct contact mm-hmm. and um, you know we've had a couple that have been referred to surgeons fairly quickly you know where there's arterial occlusion and things like that so and also of course the nurses pick up other things that yeah. you know people have neglected yeah. and I'm picking up in our conversation even your language there and your ability to talk <laughs> of these things is that volunteers too often or historically in the health NHS have been looked upon as nice to have but actually I was with the hospice last week who was saying a lot of our volunteers are more capable more skillful have more experience than the people we employ yes in some instances yes, that's often the case and so it's just fabulous that you set this up and making it happen well we couldn't manage without the volunteers we have volunteer drivers who bring um, members to and from the club we have general volunteers who make tea and coffee but much more than that they sit and talk to people mm-hmm. and that is such a valuable thing yeah. mm-hmm. um, and then we have the the um, the nurse support workers too and we couldn't run without volunteers the whole concept is based on having a volunteer team and we're very lucky in Nelsey. Um, we've never had a problem recruiting yeah. volunteers. Have and we? the the team, you know, across the team, their their interest and their commitment, their life experience, because most volunteers are, you know, seventies and more. Uh, some of them are older than me. Some of them younger. <laughs> um, <laughs> but. Um, also, you know, their particular work skills, their their commitment, their need. They have a need. I think we feel quite well, don't we? It's lovely. You can you gradually learn what their skills are and how they interact with people and then utilize those skills mm. and that's and give them give them opportunity and experience and make them feel valued and of course you get a lot more a lot yeah. more a lot more for your money so well, to speak yeah <laughs> i think if you asked any of the volunteers they would yeah. say that they get as much out of it as yes. the members do yeah. yeah that's true of all volunteering actually yeah. but um the lay club seemingly just just inspires well, we people had lady only joined us three weeks ago uh, on her first morning uh, she'd come in and had a chat with me anyway and then she came in the next week and i you know gave her a buddy to be with all the morning and a nice new tabard and a badge and everything and she went home she'd obviously enjoyed herself came back the next week and she said i just felt so different and she said i i, I took a selfie of myself in my new uniform and my badge and i sent it to all my family and they were so thrilled for me and she was just yeah and this is a retired teacher yeah you know <laughs> yeah no. So she's she is absolutely rocking there, isn't she? Absolutely. <laughs> yes, and that's fairly typical. Of, mm-hmm. you know. know you've yeah. kindly invited me twice now. I think I've been, but it has got a vibrancy of energy, and even to yeah. the chap on the piano that was yes, absolutely, you know, yeah. you know, just <clears throat> just volunteering to play piano for the yeah. people that were drinking yes. yeah. tea and yeah. having a chat. And by the way, 
getting their legs sorted rather than yes. getting their legs sorted and trying Absolutely. to build the social You're exactly bit. right. Mm. And the two go hand in hand. You couldn't, you could, obviously there are clinics that run, but it's not the same as a leg club. Yeah. You can't call yourself a leg club unless you're... Ellie Lindsay. Uh, an Ellie Lindsay leg club. It's yeah. um, trademarked. Standards. Yeah. Helpful. Yeah. And, and the nurses then, what are they doing? So if a person went to a GP practice, they're getting their legs cared for, bandages off, mm-hmm. rebandaged and home in a, on a, with a value of productivity and getting people through, I suppose. Mm-hmm. What, what does that look like in a leg club scenario? So if we go back to the person dropping in, so the nurse would see them and assess what their problem was, talk to them, advise them. They may have a medical rep there who might also get involved in the conversation. And that's something that's come back in now quite nicely. Ooh, what do you mean by a medical rep? What is a medical representative. So, um, so for instance, there's a company called Ergo, who mm-hmm. are a particularly uh, large company. Um, and they are partners with the Lindsay Leg Club Foundation. And uh, they will come in and sometimes they'll, they'll do bucket running for us, which okay. is fantastic. Sometimes they'll just bring us some biscuits and tea, which is <laughs> lovely. And, but very often they will work alongside the nurses. They're not allowed to sell. They're not there to sell. But they are there to help advise. They're very, very clever people. And they have a lot of experience. And sometimes they'll say, ah, oh, now I've got a dressing in the car that might just fit that particular right. wound. Yeah. You can try it if you like. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, of course, it's good business for them. But it's also very, very supportive for the nurses. Yeah. Thank you. So the the nurses would go through the assessment process and part of that would actually be doing a Doppler to just look at their arterial or their blood flow. And then, of course, the nurses now actually have access to EMIS from the Tide Bar, which is new. We didn't have that before. So we need to say what EMIS is. (laughs) EMIS is the database for for primary care. Fabulous. So for your GP practice, so they have access to the records. They do. Um, Whilst they had access before, it wasn't at the time, you know, Mm. at at the time. Barn, so they can put together, you know, the other factors that the person may have, and take it from there. Describe the care, deliver the care, and then put a, a pattern of, of ongoing care after that. Mm-hmm. So it might be might be weekly care or less, mm-hmm. um, or it might be that there's no serious problem that they would say, well, we'll see you in two months or three months or whatever. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, come back and have a cup of coffee yes. with us mm-hmm. if you would like to. Yeah, yeah. Once you've been to the club. As a member, you're a member for life. Wow. You can come anytime. You don't have to have your legs looked at if you don't want to. But if you've been to Leg Club, then you can come in, have a cup of tea, have a cup of coffee, uh, speak to the and other these people. these are the people that we looked after during COVID. I mean, we've had 10 people coming in fairly regularly. More than half of those have not got current leg problems. Mm-hmm. But they have other issues and problems. And we've managed to support them throughout COVID well, yeah. once we restarted the cafe. And uh, we've picked up two or three others, haven't we, who've known that we're there and have come to the door. My mum's lonely, please, could she come in? Yeah. But of course. <laughs> uh, what sort of things, not to open up too directly about an individual, but what sort of connections with the community and uh, social issues are you, are you finding? And, and what's the connection with the partnership within North Somerset to help with some of that? You mentioned Jack Bailey, who we've Absolutely. met before Kuro, on the podcast. Kuro, um, have been a tremendous support uh, to members. Doing, dealing with all sorts of things from finance to home comfort, safety, uh, OT assessments, linking up with village agents, providing uh, practical support at home, 
helping people to link in to other facilities that they don't know about. Mm. A lot of follow through. Um, we've seen some very complex situations. Uh, people who are clearly not coping at all, living quite horrendous, quite awful circumstances. Mm. But Kira have been able to make the links, help things move forward. We have someone at the moment who has actually been referred uh, complex problems actually referred to Western College and Western College are now helping this person you know it, it's just it's wonderful you know these little Ooh. tendrils go out it's a web isn't it yeah, it's yeah, a, it, is. Yeah. it is they also ensure all our volunteers yes, they do. which oh, well. is hugely um, helpful to yeah. us Kira are ensuring your nurses to yeah, they register no, not the nurses the oh. nurses are covered anyway for, right. for yes, their indemnity you know, the nurse support the volunteers and the general volunteers they all get uh, insured by Kira um, they're all registered with Kira as volunteers but they only do the leg club they can do other things if they want to but they for us they only do the leg club and they've also provided some training for us they've done some really good sessions yeah, haven't they safeguarding safeguarding safety. particularly mm. when you think about it majority of members that come are quite vulnerable, vulnerable adults mm. so they could be taken advantage of and we have to be careful and we have to protect our volunteers as well um, from the possibilities of uh, someone we, saying something absolutely yes no so we, that's really good we've had a couple of things where we've had to uh, protect just keep an eye on volunteers for their own sake yeah yeah, yeah. and there's a peer support sort of elements of that isn't there they're excellent really are excellent but the um i mean the support from tinsville medical group uh, when we were doing the cafe and, and people coming in and staff or perhaps someone else would think something's not right with that person today and the response from tmg is always brilliant i could phone them up and say this is who i am i've got concerns about someone please can they see a doctor today people admitted to hospital you know so the it's really you know you feel secure with that and you know that uh, they'll respond yeah. i think the one thing to take away from it is that the leg club is so much more mm. than just looking after somebody's leg if you're a partner listening to this and a member of staff or a volunteer in another neck of the woods I say, we did a session like this with a hospice last week who have 300 people on there looking after them at home bases what if they find a leg or want to know more how do they contact you or think that somebody could come and spend some time with you if um if they if they need to, to contact the leg club then um our numbers are banded about yeah, all over yeah, the yeah. place but if they contact the doctor's surgery the, the tinsfield medical group mm-hmm. um they have our contacts and they'll put them in touch fabulous it's mm. really helpful and and if there were someone listening to this outside of because uh, because this is for those registered at Tinsfield yes. practice, it is. isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. is. Yeah. Uh, if they're thinking of setting something up or wanting to know more, how, how might they go about doing oh, that? Oh, they can come and visit us any time. <laughs> we love having visitors. <laughs> we, we have been a bit of a flagship, I have to say. Yes. Um, we have worked with a couple of others to uh, help them set up. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. And yeah. and I think you know, I'm, if if somebody rings me, I mean, I've had people ring me from Bristol and other areas and say, "Can I come to your leg club?" Mm-hmm. And I've had to say, "I'm so sorry. You know, we haven't got." The capacity yeah. to take people from outside the Tinsfield mm. Medical uh, Group area. However, my suggestion to you is to go to your doctor's surgery and say <laughs> you would like a leg club set up. Mm-hmm. And the more pressure that there is on, yeah. the, you know, the more desire there is for patients to use that model of care. Mm. Hopefully, 
the more their clubs we can have set up. Absolutely. There should be one in every town, as far as I'm concerned. Mm. <laughs> well, there's right. there's quite a lot. And, of course, you know, Ellie has taken this worldwide, hasn't she? She has, yes. yeah. There's leg clubs in Australia, Norway, um, Italy. Belgium. Belgium, Germany. Yeah, Germany. It's a model that's um, very popular. Absolutely. Across the Atlantic now, talking to the clinicians in mm-hmm. Wow, what a, what a thing. Absolutely. Wonderful. Yeah. And we'll put um, something in the show notes for both your leg club and, and the Excellent. and the Lindsay model and how, yeah. how others could go and look at that in detail. That would be that would be great. Sort of wrapping up really, but I wondered if there was a common myth about your job or industry here and what you're doing around leg club that, that you'd want to myth bust here and now. It might not be. Well, Ellie Lindsay did a very good paper, didn't she? She did myth, do a very good paper. Uh, we, we do, across the country, GPs often think that it's just costing them more money. Mm. Uh, because oh, you're taking our nurses away from the surgery and putting them into you know another you're having to provide nurses for you it, that's a myth uh, it is actually very cheap to run a leg club in comparison to many other services and it's it's just so good as a, a health and well-being facility for the prevention aspects as well mm. yeah yeah. So yeah. I, I would urge GPs, partners particularly, obviously, because they're the ones who you know hold the purse strings, to really look into it and, and realise that the value that, that leg clubs and other similar type clubs of... Because yeah. all the milk. costs, I mean, the, the nurse, it is the nurse's time that the uh, Tinsville Medical Group pay for, and they obviously want the, as you were saying, value for money for the hours, you know, as a manager, you know all about that. But... Everything else, cost-wise, we cover. Mm. As a team of volunteers, we raise the money. Um, the town council support us uh, in terms of what it costs to be at the barn. So all the all the other costs uh, are all covered. Yeah, and you know it's not costing. They've got volunteers involved. supporting their nurses. Precisely, uh, yes. seeing, the same, seeing the same patients mm. just in a different a different place. Yeah. Actually, it doesn't really cost any more, yeah. and the value of it, you know, they get in terms of health and well-being and mental health uh, improvement is difficult yeah. to measure, but it's <laughs> something health and social care are struggling with, isn't it? Productivity is important, yes, but is. how do you yeah. measure the prevention, holistic yeah. care, well-being yeah. agenda yeah. in a way that you can lay down next to productivity? It's really Very new territory, isn't it? It is. Well, it's not new territory, but. No. Anybody listening, if, anybody listening, if they would like to come and visit Nose and Lead Club on a Wednesday morning, all they have to do is give us a ring, if they can find a contact number, mm. and we'd be really, really pleased to see them. Thank you. Well, I think that leaves us to conclude, but I really thank you for your time and, and having me at your house today for tea and cake. Um, really grateful for that. And uh, I think what you're doing is just wonderful and um, the, the community must be really appreciative of everything you're doing. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.